Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, kids. It's Danny Tamborelli, also known as Little Pete from the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Hello, adults. It's me, Michael C. Morona, a.k.a. Big Pete. And hey, animal friends. This is Jeremy, and I produce this podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Mike. Do you have billion-dollar ideas? We We do. do. Do you have brands you hate? Oh, we we do. do. And do you like funny, engaging guests? We We do. do. So check us out on the last podcast network where you, too, can be involved in our inside jokes. Yeah, like slipping Danny into a paper towel tank top. Hey, man, that was before I had my cleanse. I'm not that sweaty anymore. His eyes, but never hurt a soul. Can't sing along with you because he won't can't ruin words. your faith. He's got the bite of a foe. What? And he only reveals what Archie and the gang needs to hear. Yeah, he's built like a babe, but he's always a daddy to me. <laughs> oh, this is about Luke Perry. Oh, he don't take care of himself. We don't know that for certain. He only thinks of his kids. He's the daddy of our time. She's talking about Fred Andrews doesn't take care of himself. Oh, oh and he never gives up. And he never gives in. This is for a very small cross section of Luke Perry and Billy Joel fans. Boy. <laughs> I think it's just Jackie. He's a daddy of our time. Welcome to page seven. Um, we are here in mourning. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Jackie is wearing black. I'm also wearing black. My name is Molly Neffel. And thank you so much, Henry Thomas Zabrowski yep. from Last Podcast. From Side Stories yep. of the Last Podcast Network, yep. he is here to talk, Daddy Talk. Would it's you feel Daddy Talk? Would you feel comfortable in introducing me as your boss? Sure, I love it. Is he is weird? my boss, and you know what? <laughs> Henry comes in. Henry, little pony boy Zabrowski, comes in. Yeah, and what he says goes. And the thing is that I share a birthday with Napoleon Bonaparte. Heard of him? And you don't. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? I think mine is Idris Elba. I think I celebrated a birthday with Idris Elba. I forget who else is a May 1st baby. It's one of those. Or it's like Jennifer Lawrence. Ooh. Famous she's, Tauruses. Um, I guess she's a dazzler. I know Megan. My Our friend Megan Boone's a Taurus. Oh, stubborn. We are stubborn. We also like uh, we like creature comforts. Jackie, your 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 eulogy. I just want to point out was I think a eulogy for Fred Andrews, uh, perhaps yes. more than it was for Luke Perry. I would agree. 
Yeah, but you know what? Aren't we? I mean, all of Riverdale was put on hold. Jay Allen Hynek and I share a birthday. Yeah, Henry, I just looked up May 1st birthdays. You That's share a, a birthday with Tim McGraw, Wes Anderson. No, no, no. no. Jay Allen Hynek is one of the most important figures in ufology. Oh, he's a, he's a, a Calamity Jane. Don't fucking roll your eyes. Where? Calamity Jane. Oh, the Jane. original Calamity Jane. Whoa. That's the best one, Henry. See, you got to open with that. Yeah. Guys, yeah, can I true. also just throw it out there? I'm doing a little plug for myself. I recently um, read a book of a first-person perspective. I did an audio book for an amazing writer. Her name is Libby Hawker called Calamity. Nice. Please look it up. Um, I do a first-person character study. Not character study. Just the character of Calamity Jane. You did a great job, apparently. I haven't heard it yet, but I can't wait to hear it. I, you know what? Not to toot my own horn, but toot, That's the part you were born to play, Jackie. It's it, it's amazing. I cried. I'm gonna say eight times while I was recording. You're it. unstable. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Unstable is a word for it. Um, this and so, yeah, it, it, but also the book is just. I didn't know so much about Calamity Jane, and she. Well, I got an app on my phone, and it's a gun app. Good. And then when you when you buck up, buck up, buck I told up, you about this app. Did you tell me about this app? Yes. Um, I pretend like I've got a gun on my hip, and I use my phone. And I go buck up, buck up, buck up. This is great. Um, at nothing, but usually just when I'm upset. It helped you get into character. Yeah, it did. Does it help Jeff be scared of you? I mean, you know, I think that the the key. I'm gonna give you a little secret. Oh. The key to a successful relationship mm-hmm. is fear. Yeah, oh no, I believe you're gonna be, you always gotta balance fear and love. Uh, but Natalie's the one who scares me, but only and that excites me. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Molly, does Gideon scare you on a daily basis? Not even remote like I don't think ever. He doesn't fake hit you? He doesn't rear back his fist Not- and go, ah, you watch it. One step too far. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I did Gideon's I, the <laughs> nicest person of all men. You're gonna get it. From me. I grew up watching The Honeymooners, and it's not like I ever wanted to marry Ralph Cramden, but I was like, yeah, The Honeymooners, that's what married life is like. And then I watched it recently, and I loved The Honeymooners, and I love all old TV shows, but I did watch it recently, and I was like, well, this is about domestic violence. No, it's about keeping it spicy. It was spicy. He might hit you, but it wasn't. (laughs) He's a spicy, scary husband. Yeah, gonna punch you in a pussy bone. No, it's not good. Right in a pussy bone. I'm not saying we have to cancel the honeymooners. I'm just saying, when you watch it again, it is jarring that the joke is, I'm gonna punch my wife in the face. You can't cancel a series in which every person involved in it has been dead for 30 years. (laughs) It is already dead. It's like the whole thing with John Wayne, where everyone's like, he's racist, and it's like, yeah. He's yeah. been racist. Yeah, that's the thing. John Wayne should have been canceled before he was dead. He's he was been a racist forever, and everybody knew it. So everyone was like, "Oh, we canceling John Wayne now?" And I was like, "I've been canceled, John Wayne, for like." Ever but since honestly, I at him. the same time, it's just over. It was a different world, and Jimmy Stewart also unfortunately had some alternative views. Why? What did he do? Yeah, I do believe that the um, uh, 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 it's the Jews. Whoa. That no, he government. wasn't. Was he? Was he anti-Semitic? No, he just was the anti everything that wasn't Him. American, quote unquote. 
Yikes. Yeah. Well, we don't talk about that stuff here on this you show. Bet. You ask me we on this show. We don't talk about this. But also, Molly, are you excited? You share a birthday with Jerry Springer. Really? I have never known that because I'm too excited about sharing a birthday with Michael Jordan and Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, my first crush. Oh. What? Last cars finished last. My when first. When you run out of gas. It was, it was the video for When I Come Around. When I, the first, one of the first music videos I remember seeing and one of the first times I remember being like, I want to kiss that boy. He was wearing like a, oh, like yeah. a, a very 90s sweater with a single stripe over the chest, you know? It was bit too baggy on him. And thereupon was the sexual archetype for Molly Neffelborn. <laughs> just and I a mopey boy. It. I literally could see you with Billy Joel Armstrong just staring at him, just being like, I wish I was homeless with you. The first mopey boy. Together, because he was... They definitely romanticized like that. They definitely romanticized uh, the grunge, the crust punk lifestyle. I was very into dudes that wore eyeliner at that time as well. Yeah, you were also into Lance Bass, and the first man you ever kissed was a gay man Ouch. as well. You mean the first man I lost my virginity to, quote unquote. <laughs> I, I love guyliner, but Billy Joe Armstrong didn't get into guyliner till later. You know, it was more. This was just like plain. Boy, just like a plain sad boy aesthetic, and it was he. He had, I think, he had blue hair uh, at the time, or at least Ooh. that he was doing that already. But the guy liner didn't come in until later, which I think is also very sexy. Uh, but he was just mad. He was just mad walking around with his hands in his pockets, and I was like, "Ooh, I want to walk around with you." Yeah, but you can't walk around with your hand in your pockets. We had a friend of ours that walked around with her hands in her pockets. She slipped on ice and almost broke her face. <laughs> That's what she gets. Never let down your guard. But how did you feel about Keith Flint from Prodigy? Did you I, guys care about Prodigy at all? I did. I liked Firestarter. Uh, we brought it up last night on the stream, and there were several people in the chat that got upset that all we ever did was brought up Firestarter because they were like, actually, Prodigy had a very deep musical discology, which I sure does, but I didn't get to it. Honestly, I didn't either. I feel I don't think I was cool enough at the time. I watched Jeff showed me the Firestarter video. He's like, "You don't know this video? You don't know Prodigy?" And no, I was well, like, no, those I, I get it. At the time, were very controversial. Uh, smack my the, bitch up was very controversial. Excuse me. Smack my bitch up. I'm you sorry, are, you really you up. smack that bitch up. No, nope. and then you get it, and then you smack that bitch up. Nope. Yeah, no, I didn't Is hear that. That. No. that was sheltered. Smack my bitch up. Nope. Nope. Somebody was protecting my little ears from that. It was very aggressive EDM at the time period. It was a very specific type of EDM. Um, see, I got them confused with Godsmack. Ooh. I thought you liked Godsmack. See, I just know voodoo. Voodoo, voodoo. I don't know what that song is. I'm it's not the one who's so far away. Yeah, that's all right, that's the song. Sneak right into my veins. See, that song, I thought I, I, I confused Prodigy... And apparently I'm very wrong. You are. Well, I think you might even be very offensive to Prodigy fans to say that. I I didn't, just didn't so. realize there was that many Prodigy fans. A lot. And it's well, so what time period was Prodigy? I'm really showing my ass here. I have no I have no fucking nothing about Prodigy, but it seemed like a lot of people were in mourning both for Luke Perry and Prodigy. And I would never I I wasn't technically too young for 90210, but I was like maybe 8 or something. Like it was like a scary sexy T. It was like so for older kids that I was like, that's too sexy for me. And I, I just missed the Luke Perry heartthrob thing. Like, I think I needed to be a few years older. 
Well, and that was the whole thing too, is that I've talked to a lot of friends of mine that are just a hair older than me, because again, samesies. I've actually been watching 90210 in my own time as of late and falling in love with the characters because I had never done it before. Because again, like we, it was one of like, like the three things we weren't allowed to watch was The Simpsons, Home Improvement for some reason, and 90210. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, all we did was watch Home Improvement. No, remember when we were growing up and for a while, mom wouldn't let us watch Home Improvement? Absolutely not. You're that making is that not. up. That is false history. You that are. That was never, because mom was always sexually attracted to Tim Allen, so we always I watched I think that's it. why she was scared of watching No, it. we always watched it. We it watched was it in later living on in life. We were not allowed, and we always watched it. We ones we were not allowed, was it was The Simpsons and In Living Color. It was Fox programming. Mm. We weren't allowed to watch Married with Children. Which, that is ridiculous. She said that they would trash. Of course. Also, we are also <laughs> trash. But no, no, no. She thought we were better than trash. I look at this. Apparently, so this is around the, like, you're literally looking at 1994 is when they first broke out, Molly. Okay, thank and you. Prodigy. All right, that makes sense. I would have been eight. I just didn't listen to a lot of electronica, because at the time, that was when it was called electronica. What is it now? EDM. But Ooh. EDM is more friendly. This I thought is EDM way more was intense. like drug fuck music. Not really. You can just listen to it too. A lot of Polish people just listen to it on the train. There's a uh, what's it? It's Afro beat. Uh, no, acid beat, break beat, and the acid house. <laughs> what are you saying? I am Eddie? so. I was so not cool. These are the type of electronicas. Uh huh. What is going on with your, your <laughs> digestive system? Out. It was right from now. when we went to salsa and beer last night. Man, we went to this place called salsa and beer, and I, I just—it wasn't even the beer, and I had not a lick of salsa. But I just—I feel heavy. Yeah, we ate a lot of grilled ass meats, mm. but I think he committed suicide. Oh, the guy Keith Flint. I'm not that really sucks. sure. They don't really—they haven't really said. But and that's why it's like with Luke Perry, it is insane that he is a celebrity that went from being a teen heartthrob into another teen heartthrob show, and and passed away as a daddy. And I just wanted to say that I loved you, and we will always. You'll always be a daddy to us. My question is, is Luke Perry, he had like a fallow period, right? Didn't he kind of, he went away for a while and then came back. But apparently what I learned about Luke Perry was that he was like, what I didn't know, because I was always like, I thought Luke Perry and I kind of made fun of him on Riverdale because he's such a, he's such a mopey boy. Talk about a mopey boy, you know? And I was like, what is with Luke Perry? He's like such a strange actor. And, but apparently... And everybody talking about how devastated they are. He was like the most beloved fucking guy. He would like did volunteer work. He had great politics. He was like a, an Ohioan and like was delivered by Sherrod Brown's father, I think. And like, like was like, like connected to like great movement building and politicians. Like he was like, everyone's talking about what a like extremely outstanding guy he was. It seems to be of that original, the OG 90210 crew. He was the only one that genuinely was friends with all of them because all the rest of them were such fucking walking nightmares that they all like they kind of figured but Luke Perry was always super cool well and that's like honestly like in reading all of the um the different things from like the Riverdale cast and everyone that has worked with him over the years everyone was just like he was truly a very good guy on all accounts and he was really close with his kids and weirdly enough I was talking to my roommate about it who's very big into the amateur wrestling scene uh, in LA sure. and his son is an amateur wrestler and he would go to his shows all the time that's awesome How's old, how old's his son 21. Noise. Yeah, he's got good hair. Yeah, I bet. Yummy. Yeah, I fucking bet. 
No, I mean, that is very sad. It's just one of those things where uh, somebody who is a, uh, he was far too young to go. Yeah. and It just and sucks. It just totally sucks. It's devastating. And it's like this this random thing that you associate with like, you know, happening to people who are older. And, and I am at the age now where 52 seems extremely my same age, even though I'm not 52. I'm like, that is terrifyingly young. It's right around the corner. It's, it we're going to blink. We're going to blink and we're going to be there. No, not me, man. Not me. Oh, no? Stem you're gonna, cells. You're, oh, okay. You're going to stay in your 30s forever? No, I mean, you're going to go straight to your 70s. You're going to be like Bernie Sanders <laughs> and be like 75 for like 35 years. It's quite possible. It's quite possible. And I say good on ya. I mean, I'll do whatever it takes to be president. <laughs> oh, what would you do as president? I would eliminate the banks. I think that's a really. I say, where are the gold bars at? I would get rid of banks, and I would and I would use the army to heal the world. I think that's a really. Maybe we could use the army to like do just like forever potlucks. I think like what that if we I would teach use the it, army how to cook instead of fight? I would just slowly make everybody everywhere we go Zabrowski town. <laughs> that's what I okay, would do. Okay, so you want to be Joseph Stalin? But yeah, I would sounds be, a little Hitlery, so, Henry. No, no, no. I would listen. I would listen to the people, mm-hmm. and I'd give them what they want, and I'd do very, very well. I would do very, very well. You just don't have to worry about electing a leader ever again. You're right, and, I, I, and honestly, the, the one thing that we will have in every uh, parliament are oil paintings done of the Zabrowski family, which I think is a lot of fun. I think so. I'm excited It's about creating it. work. Jackie, Jackie could be first sister. <gasps> oh, my God. That's what you'd be, and you'd be I my Roger. I want to be best sister. You would be my Roger Clinton. I don't know what that means. Uh, you would be a mess and a massive liability. <laughs> that that's the best part. I can be. Well, that's I talk about with with uh, fucking Kissel when he wants to run for office, where it's like a genuinely like, uh, how do you just say like they think it's like a bit? And I was like, no, man, I'm legitimately going to be a an actual problem for you. <laughs> like if you will be, do have elective, like I will, I will ruin my own career. To tank your political aspirations. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad that you're being such a, a fire starter as Prodigy would say. Starter. Lights will guide you home and ignite your bones. And I will try to Stitch Fix you. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Don't worry, you won't get Chris Martined with Stitch Fix. The only conscious uncoupling here is gonna be a divorce from clothes that ain't worth yo time. Just go to stitchfix.com slash page seven and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. See, the whole how much you want to spend part is one of its best features. I don't trust myself in expensive anything. They don't call me a trash panda because of my small hands. This bee is sloppy. Yes, I almost said biatch. With Stitch Fix, you'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick items to send right to your sweet buns. Then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free, which is a dang delight. Because I'm a picky little mister sometimes, and I apparently love sending clothes back as much as I love drunkenly online shopping. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Man, I wish 
Goop had had Stitch Fix, so she knows she ain't gotta keep slapping a ring on it. Ain't gotta buy the cow and you can get the milk for free. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. I know y'all have heard about my sexy black pantsuit for a while now, but I'm pairing this bee with a new elastic gold belt I got from Stitch Fix, and that's wedding rehearsal dinner number two. I'll be wearing it at. Yeah, I'm haddishing my toots through 2019. Get started now at stitchfix.com page seven, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash page seven to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash page seven. Henry just keeps scrolling back and forth because I've got this article open about InSync's Joey Fatone. Yep. Who owns a hot dog business. I worked with him this year uh, on Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Why have you not told me about this? I hung out with him for like two days. Nice guy. He's incredibly friendly. He's incredibly friendly. He was, uh, he did really good. He was super, super funny. Um, he learns choreography in a second. He got a great singer. Um, he, he's, uh, you know, he's a funny guy. So then would you eat one of his fat ones? Ugh, I hate saying it like that. It sounds like big poop. Is that what he's calling the hot dogs? It, the, it's, his, his chain is called fat ones. Uh, Which, you know what? Good on him for using a joke made about him his entire career. Absolutely. Yes. I always called him Joey Fat One. Me, absolutely. My friend in high school, definitely, I thought that, it, the 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 myopia of high school is that I thought that my friend had come up with that, but meanwhile everybody had a friend who had done that. But I feel like to say that your hot dog is your fat one is is it's much 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 too much like a dick thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to, to me, it sounds like poops. That is how I put it immediately is imagining big poops in a, in the hot dog buns. But I don't eat hot dogs like you eat hot dogs. It has to be a special moment for me to have a hot dog. I think that's where you're sorely mistaken in your life. Jackie, do you ever cut up a hot dog and put it in mac and cheese? Ooh, you know, yeah. not since college, but uh-huh. I used to. Man, did I. But I'm going to find out how many hot dogs Luke Perry was eating. Because Cheesy you got to watch it with the salts because that's how your brain explodes like that. Is that what happened? Is that going to happen to me? No, you just got to watch eating all of the hot dogs. No, man, this shit is like hereditary. It's also the the scariest shit about this is things happen and they're totally unpredictable and there's nothing you can do to prevent them. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I'm just, all of it, I mean, live every day like it's your last. Yeah, every day go out there, quit your job. Lilas. Have a have a YOLO. No condoms. Lilas? No Ly- isn't Lilas love you like a sister? <laughs> yes. A sign off what? from what is- AOL Instant Messenger days? Slap a swack on it. You know, I think that, what, what is your thing, Henry? Live, love, laugh? Live, love, it's not my thing. I think it's your thing. That I is think your you thing. are now an embroidered pillow. I am fine with it. But yeah, I've been used I've been commandeering that statement quite a bit. Triple L, baby. <laughs> How dare you commandeer Guy Fieri's? He never said that. Well, he's got triple G and he's got triple D. He's yeah, triple guess everything. Guess what, man? It's another letter. You can't say triple D. I can say triple L. I don't I, have branding built upon it yet. Yet. Uh, just like uh, Guy Fieri, though. Please is say it become, properly. I will never. Fieri. Fieri. I will never Fieri. try to make him more Italian than he is. But I have grown in respect towards him. Me too. I've done a complete 180 on Guy Fieri. More than any other celebrity, I went from hating him to absolutely endorsing him. I used to think he was the biggest piece of shit on Food Network, and I now think everyone but him is a piece of shit. I think he's genuine. And I, and I were just like, it's just still that genuine, just like, wow, I can't believe you never molested anybody. 
great on you, which is now the new bar. I mean, that's the whole thing. Even today, I just saw all of Mario Batali's restaurants are being shut down. Yeah, They're bye, not being shut down. Yeah, bye, Mario Batali. He's being bought out and being taken yeah. out. Of he got a bunch of money. He, he waited a year and got a bunch of money and is like piecing and, uh, you know, don't let the door hit you on the yeah, way out. But they are great restaurants. And to shutter those restaurants, it fires all those people. And now that means that Natalie will allow me to go back to them. And yep. that's all I care about. But how do you feel that you can never share in Chicken Guy with Natalie? What's Chicken Guy? Chicken Guy! I tried to get you to go to Chicken Guy. Um, it's Guy Fieri's uh, chicken restaurant that he opened up in Disney World. I'll never eat mm. a single thing that he produces. You are a, an idiot. I think that he, I support him. And I like what he does. I like the, the spotlight he shines upon the working man. I enjoy all of that, but the man cannot cook. What are you talking about? He has 22 dipping sauces at this location, <laughs> and he is opening up other locations of Chicken Guy! Henry. With an exclamation point. You have to yell it. He's got chicken special guy. sauce. He's got donkey sauce, oh. ranchero, curry mayo, wasabi honey, cumin, lime, moho. It's all just BW3s. BW3s has all of these. No B-dubs doesn't have avocado crema. I wouldn't eat avocado crema on a on a chicken guy. What is wrong with you? Henry. I don't. I would never choose it. What? How could he not be a good cook if he's got twenty three sauces? Twenty two sauces. Got twenty two sauces. It's not. It's just sauces. Donkey sauce will always make me think of a donkey punch, though. No, yeah, donkey sauce makes me think of a pile of cum. What is donkey sauce in the ingredients? Do we know? I, I want to say it's Thousand Island sauce. Here, look, look at this up. Look I, it up. I'm pretty sure donkey yeah. sauce is more of like a fry sauce. But my, this is a fry sauce. My problem is that I am just, I am a sucker for condiments. You do. Good Lord. You know, apparently Chick-fil-A. Okay. Oh, it's It's ma It's oh, it's fucking mayonnaise. Donkey sauce is an aioli like sauce made from garlic and mayonnaise. Garf Guy Fieri claps back at Anthony Bourdain and says, Donkey sauce is aioli. <laughs> oh, man. I understand that why they would. They are obviously. They can't. They can't exist in the same world. Yeah, no, I've got to. <laughs> I've got to side with Bourdain over Fieri. Like Anthony Bourdain and Guy Fieri. Unfortunately, one of them had to go. Yes. Oh, I'm all, I'm always a Bourdain head, forever and ever. But they, one of them had to go, unfortunately, and Bourdain lost, which is unfortunate. I understand. I, I would no, it's very. I mean, not that I want to get rid of Guy Fieri. I understand where you're coming from here, but I um, they were I, two opposite, just powerhouses in this world. And if they ever met, they didn't fucking fight each other. Why then? There's no like there. There's no real competition in the world, and everything is fake. They should have met up, and they should have fought each other in a parking lot. I would actually argue. I think personality-wise, I agree with you, Henry. Like in terms of person, like they're, they're, that they are the biggest two clashes. But I think in terms of like philosophy, the 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 opposite of Anthony Bourdain is Bobby Flay, right? And and yes. and Anthony Bourdain yes. was so much better like Anthony Bourdain's philosophy was I want to travel the world and see what food what people and food like have to offer and I want to learn yeah meanwhile Bobby Flay is just like I'm gonna show them that Bobby Flay is the best yes oh you think you're the best at it That's you're not Bobby Flay is the best Bobby Flay exactly Bobby Flay's thing is I can do everything better than you even if I've never heard of this fucking Persian stew recipe I'll make it better than you and I'll slap your own culture in your damn face and listen I watch me Bobby Flay all the time as you guys know I want to go to a live taping of it but 
it, I, I had not thought about the philosophy of Anthony Bourdain and how it stands in contrast to every piece of shit on the Food Network. But at least Guy Fieri, he doesn't really seem as so into cultural appropriation as much as just like, you know, let's, you know, shop on your hands and knees. And that's what I like about yeah. it. He just wants it to be able to be put upon a flip-flop and he would eat the flip <laughs> That's all he wants. That's all Guy Fieri Why wants. Why is that so wrong? I have a, a problem sauce with it. gets you everywhere. No, it doesn't. I just don't want to eat his food. I appreciated him as a human being. Andy Bourdain also famously was not that great of a chef either. Like, he was not a great chef. He was a, he brought cultural awareness, which is Guy Fieri. For me, he does it really good on the sort of the um, rib sticking, mm. um, rib sticking. Mm. And Anthony Bourdain does it good with showing people that you can eat banh mi's and smoke cigarettes. That's why I love Anthony Bourdain. I mean, yes. He kept me cool. But Bobby Flay is sort of like, but his branding is kind of, it, he is losing his shine. Yeah, because he's an asshole and he's a cheater. But they got Giada's kind of getting bumped up in the Food Channel, though, and woo, well, mommy, 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 mommy. You know, those two have a, a sordid history together. I know. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'd like to be a fly on that wall. See, I wouldn't want to watch that tape. No, I'll just put imagine. a hand over him. Ugh. Yeah, but at the same time, can you imagine how gross he is in a sexual situation? Oh, God. He's yeah, yeah. the best Yeah, at yeah, it. yeah. I bet I got a better pussy than you. Ugh. Oh, my God. I've never thought of him in a sexual situation before now, and I'm having a visceral reaction. Ugh. What if he makes Giada peg him so he can show her, I'm tighter than you, I'm Bobby Flay, and I can be tighter than any woman. And he just sticks a, a dildos in there and he tries to snap him with his buttle. And he's just like, you see that? Nobody beats Bobby Flay. See, but I don't think he would be that open. No, I'm like, saying he's doing no, it just he, purely out of, I can make a better pussy out of my asshole <laughs> than you have. He's so selfish. He's He would be the absolute worst because he's like, a, he is... His his brand is I am a self-centered blowhard asshole. Oh, oh, yuck, yuck, I make yuck. some women fucking squirty squirt, yuck. but you can see Giada DeLaurentiis. I'm not going to put a counter out of not maybe throwing one or two glasses of Chardonnay at the wall screaming at an assistant. So I think that maybe she's also probably got some shit going on. She probably exclaims in Italian, you know, whilst fucking and yeah. also whilst throwing Chardonnay at assistants. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. <laughs> Man, oh man, though. I would love to start saying molto bene um, at the end of any like sexual touching. Henry, close your ears. You disgust me. Molto bene. You better watch out. I could be doing right now. Molto bene. I slap. Um, I. But uh, speaking of other reality stars that we love and know, did you see that J Lo hired Joanna Gaines? To fix up her $6.6 million Malibu home. What? I want you to make yeah. my house look like Target. How dare you? <laughs> you will never speak ill of Joanna Gaines in my presence Can or on you this podcast. Imagine JLo allowing shiplap into her home. I don't think so. What are you talking about? She's wearing a white turtleneck and a white coat on the beach of Malibu in the pictures taken of the two of them together. This you, is what I'm saying. She is the least rustic human being that exists. How dare you? You're going to have know? what? Just like big the weird craftsman letters of J, L, and O on the walls. She's going to rip that down and cover it. And fucking, it's all going to be like Kanye's house where it's just white and marble. I mean, yeah, it's very easy to clean white and marble. But no, it's op it's, deep, it's very difficult. <laughs> is that? No, no, you bleach. You just throw bleach on everything. No, my God. Everything smells like it's an autopsy room. 
But isn't that what you want in a nice home? I don't know how to have nice things. You're, you're taking a very strange alternative view on this. My, this is about to be sacrilege, but like between all the stuff with their church and also my growing ambivalence about what they're doing to the town of Waco with like developing every single space. There's, there's, it's not that I don't still, that I'm not still charmed by them, but there is a part of me that wonders, like I watched some episode from their most recent season where they were like doing a loft and I was like, okay, Chip and Joanna. All right. All right. Maybe it's time to hang it up. You know, I'm going to put it this way. We just drove through Waco and I've heard a lot about Waco. I'm going to say whatever happens to Waco is going to happen to Waco because you're having it's a very conservative city that uh, obviously I kind of like how uncomfortable it makes all of the old stodgy people of Waco. It's a retirement community a little bit. When you drive through there, now you got all these little pop ups. It's making a lot of business. I understand why. And I also, but I also understand why people get mad because the, the local quality, quote unquote, goes down. Well, housing prices, I feel like housing prices must be skyrocketing. That's the main thing. Yeah. It's just cute as fuck, though. Well, yeah. That, but, I mean, that's what you're paying for. Sure. That's what you're doing. Sure. But when it started, when that show started, people would be like, you know, I'm coming to Waco and I got $75,000 and that will buy me the house and all the renovations. And I think, you know, the whole kind of funny thing about, about Fixer Upper was that it was so cheap to buy these houses. And now they're starting with these like hipster lofts downtown. I'm just saying that the aesthetic has changed as they have skyrocketed to extraordinary fame. That's just how it done go. I understand, but that's also why they're not doing the show anymore. Well, yeah, but no, but now they're doing their own, like, online version of it. You know why I would like to see them go is, like, Gary, Indiana, where the murder rate is, like, a thousand per year. Like, I want them to see them go to a place like that, where it's just, like, having to deal with, like, a fucking war zone. I bet they could do it. I it's very. Interesting. I'm being positive about it. I know their church is bad. I, I know. don't care about their church. I don't give everybody shit about any of this. This is fucking capitalism. That's what they're a part of. But the thing is, is that it's it's just a strange movement for their brand to renovate J Lo's home. Of all of the things that you would do, this idea that you would then go straight to elite home design, mm. where your whole point of your 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 view and your artistic point of view is to make these sort of like homespun. Like we're we're taking you like it's it is your grandma's house, but it's your grandma's house in 2018. It's this place where you could go and you feel at home and all stuff. And like J Lo, it looks how uncomfortable she is standing next to all this dirt. She doesn't want to have. She had to take her shoes off because they were, she was wearing thousand dollar Louis Vuitton shoes. I feel like it makes sense though because I feel like J Lo is really trying to show that like she and A Rod are giving it a the good old college try. And like fusing their families together, so I feel like J Lo's also trying to be more of the rustic mom. I rustic how mom. possibly? How possibly? Look at her. She says she's Jenny from the block, but what block is it? I fucking uh, Rodeo Drive. <laughs> Look at her dress. She's got a gold belt on. She's got a a bag made out of a seal. She's got two thousand dollars <laughs> shoes on with gold tips on the bottom of it. She is not a rustic mother. A Rod is never there. He's fucking every single thing else that no. possibly exists. Yes, they have a loving relationship. Look at the blind items. I know. Look I at know. Them. I know. But it's hard. It's hard to strap down that a slander. That is what the world of go- the blind items shows. Is that it's all they look at the ruse and it's all in front of cameras. None of this is real. You're dry. Why are you being so real? <laughs> None of it is real, Jackie. Third love. Boom, dee, 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 doom, doom. Third love. Let's get together and touch our breasts. 
Third Love is an amazing bust hold-em-ups company that has more sizes than other brands, and boy are me lumps smiling, and I swear it ain't cause of the ganj. Bless up! The bra I got from Third Love makes my breasties feel like they are being swathed to sleep. It really is the most comfortable bra I own. I've got dumb shoulders. Yeah, I said it, they are dumb, and I'm not ashamed to scream it from the mountains. Their slopage makes me feel like I'm a Kareem Downham ski fall style. Do you guys remember ski fall? Man, I was good at that DOS game. But Third Love straps don't fall off of my smoky slopes. And their super thin memory foam cups aren't devastated after I jam it into my underwear drawer. You know, I'm really not good to anything I own, and this bra is still cupping on my girls to kingdom come, even after the rock'em sock'ems. I just turned myself on. The newest member to the Third Love family is their line of incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable cotton bras. I can't suffocate my nippies. They gotta breathe with their little milky mouths. And the bra that I'm obsessed with from them is a sex pot creamy covered in black lace. So it looks banging under my mesh. How can a woman be so satisfied? It's all thanks to Third Love. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash page seven now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash page seven for 15% off today. Okay, all right. You know what is also real? Tamara Mowry's breast milk. Can we just change it? Can we get out of here? I'm talking about fucking sister sister's breast milk. I know, but this is sisters drinking each other's breast milk. That is fun. That part is fun. I actually don't know if it is fun. I think that it is. And if I ever had children, I would ask you to drink my breast milk at least once. I would never fucking just ever like in Tia a and Tamara years. Maori did. I literally for each can't other. even imagine anything. Um, I would never. I would never. It just. It just organs. happens. I'm not saying you're gonna go out of your way to drink Jackie's breast milk, Henry, but I am saying it squirts. If you're gonna give, no, not even like that. If you're gonna doesn't give, it squirt out? It gets in your mouth. If you're going to give the baby a bottle and you're warming up the bottle, you're going to test whether the milk is warm enough or too warm. You're going to put it on your wrist and you're going to taste it. I think we're going to have the help do this. Well, then that's <laughs> so according to um, Tamara Mowry, who tried Tia Mowry's uh, breast milk, um, apparently it was amazing and she wants it as creamer for her coffee. And she said that it tastes like a vanilla latte. And she said her own breast milk tasted more like a chai. That is. Awful. It's, I guess you know what I mean. I would trust. I would try Molly's breast milk. It's fatty sugar milk. Yeah. So it it makes sense that it would be great in coffee. I'm not saying I would. I did it, but it, but I thought about it. You've never put it in your coffee. I haven't, but because it's so precious. You are allowed to experiment. Is it weird to drink your own breast milk? I mean, I, again, I never drank it, but I tasted it because you have to taste the bot. You know, you have to see if it's hot enough or warm enough or whatever for the baby. But you don't. So you're not like, mm, but you wouldn't drink it because it's so precious. This is the thing about Tia, Tia and Tamara Mari. It's like you work for that. Like you, you sit there and let a machine squeeze your nips for, you know, half an hour in Every order to ounce. get in, in order to get a couple of ounces of breast milk. So like no one's putting in. You, you got to put a, a lot of milk in your coffee. I like my coffee light and sweet. I'm not going to put breast milk in it because that's like, you know, a half a bottle for a baby. Oof. Do other people have more breast milk? 
Yes, like uh, some people have undersupply. It's a person-to-person thing. Some people have oversupply. I had oversupply because since uh, my baby was a preemie and I was separated from her at, for the first 24 hours, she couldn't suck. It's a supply and demand thing. So the baby sucks and that's what makes the milk come. My baby was in the NICU, so she couldn't suck. So I had to pump. And so uh, because I was this this gigantic fucking motorized machine was sucking on me instead of my tiny four pound baby, my mm-hmm. body was producing milk for like a fuck, you know, to run uh, like yeah. a Chevy Caprice. Whoa. And my four Great. pound baby was like, I can't keep up with this so i had way too much milk some people uh cool. don't have enough and then they have to supplement with formula or whatever well apparently but if you have bigger if you someone with big jagundas do they get um they have more milk in the in the meat of <laughs> i don't know if it has to do with breast size i or don't not. know that's a good question i don't know i've never been squeezed before Ugh. just mammogram squeeze and i tell you that part ain't fun don't you put my breasts on a shelf and give them a squeeze? Hey, doctors don't even check a man. They ask you if you literally. I went to the last to the last doctor appointment. They said, "Do you want me to check your testicles?" And I was like, "I can do it." <laughs> what? Do it though? Yeah, right in front of her. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, Sop yeah." Around, oh around. yeah, you're feeling like it. You're feeling like a little ball. <laughs> I feel like a little ball. Well, apparently that uh, breast milk has more white blood cells than the average human body, and Tamara Mowry wasn't feeling well, so Tia Mowry told her to drink some of her breast milk. That's very generous of Tia. And I guess it made her feel better. That's crazy, though. I, like I said, I'm not giving that shit up. I still got breast milk in the freezer that Freddie's been on formula for months now, but I still like hoarding breast milk in the freezer in case of, you know, in case she gets sick or whatever. Like that shit is precious. I, you know, I would give it to like a baby, but I'm not going to give it to my twin sister. She can fend for herself. She drank four ounces of it, too. <laughs> That's a lot. If you're saying a half hour per like ounce. I don't know. Yeah, man. I mean, it depends. I would pump for let me try to remember now. I would pump for. 25 minutes and I would get like four ounces. So I guess it's not half hour. It depends on, on you know, on the person. But uh, by the end, it was more like 20 minutes for an ounce, like when I when my supply started going down. But four ounces, either way, that's a lot. Of, any any minute that you are hooked up to that fucking pump is one minute too long. So I'm not giving that milk to anybody but a baby. I get it, though. Or what if Gideon demands it for his birthday? Aw. <laughs> he wants like a breast milk frosting. It's my he, birthday. He just wants to be closer oh, to you. Oh, you're going to get it, Molly. Let's you squirt some milk out of my cereal, Molly. Are you doing a, a bow straight to the moon thing? Yes. Instead of like a buttercream frosting, like a breast milk frosting? I try it out. You know, they sell breast milk ice cream over no, Not even anymore. They stopped. Aw. Yeah, people weren't buying it. I mean, i definitely try it. Yeah, I'd try a lot of things. i tried that blood ice cream. Ew, that was gross. But similarly, both the breast milk ice cream and the blood ice cream, my thing is you're going to probably want to do a, you know, have some tests done on it beforehand. Like, it's a, you know, milk banks, people share milk and stuff, like, informally or whatever. But, like, it is a bodily fluid, you know. Like, it's worth making sure that it's, you know, healthy and whatnot. These milking women are well taken care of. They're fed (laughs) fresh grains, and they're out out in a field. And I'm certain that it is absolutely nothing but the best. Man, that sounds like one crazy biatch. I said the word biatch five days ago, and now I can't stop saying biatch. I mean, you get into phases. I wonder if... If if you are like you, you get into faces with I the am the term. weakest link. Come on. Yeah, this. 
It's like, he's a mom, baby. I, that was an old phase. He's a mom. I don't do that baby. anymore. I'm past that. I actually wonder if I'd even recognize it in the movie anymore because I have not seen Austin Powers probably in about 20 years or whenever it fucking came out. Yeah, We're going to have to watch it. I, I don't think I want to see it again is my pro, is my fear. You know, I remember really liking it and I'm very afraid that that, that, that won't happen again. It will not hold up. No, 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 <laughs> well, no, no there's no, no. no way it, it definitely can. will not. Yeah. No, but the third one has Beyonce in it. I think that's great. Wayne's you World crazy and Wayne's World Two. Those are they. Oh, wait, they stand the test of time. Wait, two. which one? Wayne's World, Wayne World, Wayne's World. Two. Man, I rewatched Wayne's World not that long ago, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Tia Farrell. Yeah. Oh, man, she is a she's a she's a fire starter. Twisted fire starter. Oh man, now I got the word fire starter in my vernacular. Twisted fire starter. But how about Henry pulled up this, uh, did you see this NSYNC documentary that's coming out? About their groupies? It's all about NSYNC groupies. Uh, this was based on, uh, I, was, I was going down a bit of a fat one hole while I was doing <laughs> my research for the show this mm-hmm. week. And I guess it's like a road trip documentary about these girls that won a Winnebago from The Price is Right. Um, and they followed around NSYNC while they were on tour. Is this the recent tour? No, around 2001. And they made a, like, they they filmed a bunch of it. And essentially, NSYNC, while they were doing this, was like, hey, we're just going to pay for, like, whatever taxes you would pay for for the Winnebago for you to keep following us around. Why? They like the attention. They had plenty of it. Were they hot? I, I'm assuming that these women were very attractive. Yes. Where are they? Where's these pictures at? Adult women? Did adult women like NSYNC? I mean, yeah. In 2001, I guess. How we, we don't know anything about them, right? No, we don't know anything about them. The only problem is that the uh, the name of the documentary is called the Boy Band Con, the Lou Pearlman story. So I feel like that's not a lot of fun. I don't think so. Um, it's kind of fun how, oh yeah, their trek was covered in a Carson Daly hosted special about the tour. Yeah. Ugh, Matt Henry, remember when you thought that I had a crush on Carson Daly? I, I would not have been wrong, though. You were you know wrong. I, mean? <laughs> I was wrong. wrong, but I feel like, though, in the spirit, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> but- oh, here, look, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the uh, footage from the tour bus right now. Oh, they are cute. They are cute. So yeah, all of this was a PR stunt during the tour. Uh, and so now it seems like they bought all this stuff and they paid for the Winnebago and all this kind of stuff as a PR stunt for the tour and they included them. But then, but now they're actually showing all that footage. This yeah. isn't going to be another leaving Neverland, is it? I can't handle another one. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle another one. I can't one. handle it, man. I think that there's a lot more coming, though, you know, in general, down the pipeline. There's got to be a whole lot of leaving Neverlands out there. It sounds like it's becoming an, a, a genre. It is crazy, too, that they're even making the documentary. I haven't watched it yet. Did you ever listen to Serial? Yes. No. And so they're making a documentary based on Serial now. Well, now there's a lot of blowback because then a lot of people are saying the guy that they thought they posited was innocent in the show, and now a lot of people are fighting, and it's kind of like what's happening, what happened with Making a Murderer, which uh, you see how Netflix had the season two, and then they buried it because of the blowback from the first season. That's exactly because I remember I was going to go and watch it, and I was like, I don't know where. like They buried it because Netflix uh, can't handle any sort of bad press because they are a fake company. So then how do you feel about Spielberg trying to shut down Netflix at the Oscars? I think technically Spielberg is right, but I also think that Roma did 
technically have the theatrical run it was supposed to have. So they did it. As long as they do that, they do that. He's just mad because he doesn't like this concept of like film being made like kind of cheaply. He feels that it's like taking it out of the artist's hands. Have you heard about this, Molly? That essentially like Spielberg was just like, I don't think that Netflix. Uh, movies should be up for Oscars. Yeah, you think they should be up for Emmys? Have they been up for Oscars? Roma, which is what uh-huh. won for, um, yeah, for Roma, best foreign movie uh, Oscar. It had a theatrical release. He's saying that they should have up to four weeks in a th- in a theater and up to five uh, in five theaters. But I actually that's they had that. And a lot of those movies don't have the back in the day, the old art movies. Spielberg is just mad because he's not in on the action. And he yeah. threw a lot of shade towards Scorsese because yeah. Scorsese did the Netflix movie. But guess what? I knew from the inside of working with with all that kind of shit, they surprisingly have a hard time finding the money that it takes to make these movies because they require a lot of money because Robert De Niro is very fucking expensive. Yeah. And they, these massive productions are very, very expensive. So Spielberg is kind of upset about the whole thing. But I think he's someone does have to say something about Netflix just because it's becoming 25% of the entertainment community and it is going to fail. It is literally going to collapse. I don't know how Netflix works, but it seems like Spielberg's beef is just gatekeeping, right? Like, it doesn't seem like we should have bigger barriers to uh, movies being recognized. Like, if anything, I don't know whether Netflix makes it easier for artists with less money it to doesn't. make movies but if it does it then that's a good thing right no i think it's a, i honestly think my i do have a problem with the movie factory that is netflix that is what it is it is a fucking it's they're a factory pumping them out. they're just kush 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 they're they're just pumping them out and pumping but them out at the out. same time you know you don't want to buy a dog from a puppy mill but it doesn't make those puppies any less wanting and needing a home interesting <laughs> I like the comparison. Um, it's more Spielberg's just kind of a fuddy duddy, but watch him have a Netflix movie in fucking two years when he can't get uh, the funding he needs because he's making West Side Story, and who gives a shit? I don't need. I there's already the 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 late great West Side Story. We don't need another West Side Story. Who's it gonna be? It's gonna be like Selena Gomez and like some other fucking asshole. What if Who's it's gonna me? Be? Then I'll I'll root for it. Will you root for it? Yeah, but I think that maybe you're not Puerto Rican enough. Ouch. Not all who wander are lost. Look at me, literary genius. Jackie Zabrowski here. Yeah, I've read a book or two, and not all who wander beauty are pressing down on the gas pedal, revving through traffic, begging for some sort of anxiety sweet relief. But this one is, I ain't got the time to delicately sponge myself with fixins to make myself beautiful. That's why Wander Beauty is here. Nothing gold can stay, pony boy. That's not the same poem, but you feel me, son? Wonder Beauty is a line of multitasking beauty essentials that are easy to use and travel friendly so you can get ready in five minutes and stay gorgeous on the go. Can you imagine how much shorter the Lord of the Rings would be if they didn't have to slog on them hairy hobbits' feet? Them tinies needed some shortcuts. Wonder Beauty was founded by a working mom of two and a supermodel, two women who are always on the move and know how to make the most of their precious time. And I ain't talking about my precious time. Just your regular time. Get it, my precious. Wander Beauty completely streamlines your beauty routine with fewer products that work better. And we should be thinking about what we rub on our yams. Wander Beauty is clean, cruelty-free, and made with ingredients your skin will love. 
My favorite so far is the Mile High Mascara. It's tiny enough to fit in my fanny, and it stays on through all my many numerous daily cries. Also, when I put it on, I dream of how silky my lashes would feel whilst crammed into a tiny airplane bathroom taking a deep throbber. Lashes ain't the only thing that's getting mile high, you feel me? Wonder Beauty has already won a ton of awards, including Allure's Best of Beauty Award, and has fans everywhere. You've probably seen Heidi Klum using their baggage claim gold eye masks on Instagram. Dude, I also use those eye masks, and it took my dark, oh Christ, can I make it to Mordor circles under my eyes, and transform them into Arwen eyes. Then everybody be like, girl, you from Rivendale? And I'm like, I wish I wanted lip smackers on a juggy. And then they're all like, no, the elf place. Cause mama, you fixing to revamp elf on the shelf triple x style and then me and this made-up person get married anyone can benefit from these multitaskers not just beauty junkies wonder beauty is foolproof beauty whenever wherever so go on the journey of your life and look dang good while you're doing it it's time to make over your morning with Wander Beauty. Get 20% off your purchase at wanderbeauty.com slash page seven. That's wanderbeauty.com slash page seven for 20% off. Wanderbeauty.com slash page seven. Um, Henry's got to go be a big fancy Hollywood star. That's me. He's a big, big old boy. fancy, so he's going to dip out for the end of this. Bye. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us. You got it. I love, love you. you. Bye. I love you. Bye. But also, did you know that Justin Thoreau likes bringing his dog to fancy restaurants? <laughs> Just him and the dog or along with other humans? Just him and the dog. He's got this pit bull. And her name is Kuma. And Kuma's so cute. The thing is that I know, I, I pretty much only know Justin Thoreau as Jennifer Aniston's ex, I'm throwing that out there. That's yes. usually how that is, that is usually how I think of him. Yes. But what I started following his Instagram because I saw this story, and he just he, he like he, he posts a lot on Instagram of him and his dog, and um, I just you know you got it. We we gotta take Pitbull love back because I feel like for a long time they were getting they were getting really pushed into the gutter and they don't deserve it because I love pit bulls. They always got their little smile on their face. They got a big old head and they got big old floppy ears and I love pit bulls. Pit bulls are wonderful. I, there, for, for a long time, there was a ton of pit bulls in my life because people, a lot of people I knew were just like ha- getting them as rescue dogs and they are so sweet. They are so, they're goofy like, you know, like big, do- they got the big kind of like dumb dopey thing that big dogs go- got going on but sometimes they they're really smart. They're so sweet. Yeah, pit bulls are amazing, and they get a bad rap. So if Justin, see, my problem is I get mixed up with Justin Thoreau and Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, the kind of foxy prime minister of um, Canada. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I feel like they're in the same level of hotness. Yeah, it's like medium hot. It's not even that hot. Like Justin Trudeau is just hot for a like head of state, a politician, and yeah. he is hot in that respect for sure. Yeah. But then there's a picture of Justin Thoreau and the pit bull, and they're both sharing a French fry at the Waverly Inn, and the caption just says "date night at the Waverly, Lady and the Tramping." Because I was gonna say, are they are they sh- are they sharing it like Lady and the Tramp, like the dog's got they're his mouth on it? A French fry. It's so cute. I let you know what my name is Jackie Zabrowski and I let dogs kiss me on the mouth I also let dogs kiss me on the mouth but what is it about there's probably something wrong with me that I'll let a dog kiss me on the mouth but I don't want to to lady in the tramp a french fry with it like like it even I trust pit bulls but sometimes 
ever since that Travis the Chimp story, like I sometimes get a little bit afraid if my head is really near another animal's jaws. I understand that, and you really shouldn't. You definitely shouldn't do that. I just like I like kisses. <laughs> and I don't mind if their tongue gets in my mouth. And I'm a, maybe that makes me gross. But you know what? I'll be gross till the day I die. No, you're not gross. But Molly, are you ready for the list? Because this list is just for us girls. Hey, who's on the list? Jackie. It's just me. Gotta have that list. <laughs> we got the definitive ranking of the most important 90s teen heartthrobs. This, is, this goes out to my Luke Perry. R.I.P. Sad. And as I was looking through this, it was interesting some of the choices on it. We got number 25. It is Zachary Ty Bryan. Who's that? This list is openly saying that, like, I mean, don't you feel bad for him? Because so this is the oldest brother in Home Improvement. Ah. Don't you feel bad because he had to go like he was up against JTT in the height of JTT fame. But honestly, JTT was a lot hotter than Zachary Ty Bryan personally, but also I'm usually into like darker haired people. I'm sorry to shit on this kid who's clearly like 14 in this picture, but he's not that much of a heartthrob. No. He's just like a normal kid. But in the 90s, he definitely wasn't. Also, I was all aboard the Will Friedel Express, which is who plays uh, the older brother in Boy Meets World. I had a major crush on Will Friedel, except in the later seasons when he like lost his damn mind. See, but then he got into the whole like guyliner phase, too. And I was kind of there for that because he just got weirder and weirder. He got weirder and it was like he needed to move out from his parents. You know, he like had a very hard time. He was like, like starting to become like potentially a serial killer living in the basement, you know? Oh yeah, dude. But I was kind of, I was, I was there for it because at that point in my life, I was totally into the weird dudes where I'm just like, I don't even get you. Yeah. Now that I'm older, it's not so much, you know, I want to at least get you a little bit. Would you choose Ryder Strong or Will Friedel? Ooh, ouch, ouch, ouch. I'd rather be um, a jackbone sandwich, but if I had to choose, I guess I'm going to say Ryder Strong. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Which would you choose? It's tough because, again, it depends on what season it is, you know, but I think I would, if we're talking early, first three seasons, I would And choose, we're talking all day. Yeah, then i choose Eric. Yeah, for sure. Will Friedel. Hell yeah. We got James Vanderbeek on this list. Again, James, I feel like blonde dudes were a lot hotter in the 90s. James Vanderbeek was never hot. I'm sorry. I was always confused about uh, Dawson's Creek. I was like, he's got a long, like, like I never personally, of the 90210 people, I was more of a Brian Austin Green guy. I always thought Luke oh, Perry yeah. had a very long face. I think he was hotter as a daddy than as a young person myself, just like Skeet. Scoot. Oh, yeah. Skeet. But, uh... James Vanderbeek had like the world's longest face. Yeah, and it was just really I was I was way more um into a uh, uh what's his name? Jackson. Yeah. I want to say Joe P- Jackson Percy. and that's not it. Percy. Uh, you know where my fucking head's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> whatever the fuck his oh, name fuck, was. What's Alan Jackson? I know Josh, it's not Alan Joshua Jackson. Jackson. Joshua Jackson. There's a <laughs> lot of Jacksons out there. My brain's all in other places. But you know who I do agree with? Whoa, Joey Lawrence. Ooh, did I want every inch of this man? I never felt it for Joey Lawrence, even though I watched a lot of Blossom. Really? Never? Do you ever watch Brotherly Love? No, but I would have chosen Matthew Lawrence over Joey Lawrence. Also on Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all right, I get it. No, wait, I, Mrs. Do, I get where you're coming from. Is it Matthew um, Lawrence and Mrs. Doubtfire? Not the, there's, cause also, there's also a third one, right? But you're right, that is Matthew yes. Lawrence. 
That's well, Matthew. Well, Lawrence not style. not at that age. Older Matthew Lawrence, like uh, Boy Meets World style, style Matthew Lawrence. I get you. I get you. I was definitely more of a Joey Lawrence, but I think that was just because like he were. It was because of the show Brotherly Love, where all three of the um, uh, all three of the Lawrence brothers were on Brotherly Love. You ever watch that show? I, I, I don't know why I didn't. It's absolutely directly in my wheelhouse, but I didn't. Oh, my God. I loved it. Oh, brothers were living and working together. But also on this list, Jonathan Brandis, who is in Ladybugs. But I hate that they don't have it on here. I'm pretty sure that it's Never Ending Story 2 that he's in. Uh-huh. He's just so, he was he had always had a sexy face and those big old blue eyes. He was he he I missed him at the time. I'm looking at him now and I'm like, all right, you're fine. But but no, I I, I he, he went over my radar. I was too busy also not understanding why AC Slater is on the list, aka Mario Lopez. Yeah, that's why I skipped past it because <laughs> I went right down to Andrew Keegan because Andrew Keegan could have melted my fucking butter. I'll tell you what, agreed about Andrew Keegan. What was he even in? I didn't, 10 Things I Hate About You. There you go. Thank you. Because I did not watch 7th Heaven. See, I loved him from 7th Heaven, though. For sure. I'm all kiss. We got JGL on the list, which, obvi, because, you know, Third Rock from the Sun was my jams. Yeah, I I didn't realize that I liked uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt until what's the... Is it also 10 Things They Hate About You? The one when he got a haircut and he, like, emerged as, oh, like... Oh, yeah, a, baby. Yeah, like a little rustly boy. Oh, we got Will Smith on the list, which, yes, please. Thank you for skipping Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I skipped right past him. I'm not even making mention of Freddie Prince Jr. Not my type. How do you feel about Mark Paul Gosler? Don't skip him. See, I know that that's your dude, and he was never my dude. Again, he was, I didn't realize how many blonde guys were huge in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was never my thing. Ryan Felipe was kind of my thing, but it was the same with Josh Hartnett that, like, I always thought they had Beatle eyes. Yeah, looking at Ryan Felipe now, I'm like, he's not handsome at all. But I thought he was at the time. He has a very good bone structure. Technically, I feel like he's got all of the makings of a very hot guy. But I think it was just because of how he held himself that he had no pizzazz. Yeah. So I just wasn't really that into it. Yeah, and also I think I didn't see any of the movies he was in because they were like again like Lino to an O I was they were like a little too old and sexy for me too old for you although I gotta say they knocked it out of the park with this top five we got Joshua Jackson Jared Leto oh yum yum back then Jared Leto yes now Jared Leto gets shot into the sun but back then yeah that one's no good but Ryder Strong Mm -hmm. Leo DiCaprio which I mean in Growing Pains he was a child I know he was a child but at the time I was a child I was a a younger child and I thought that he was as oh my god young Leo even cuter than like Titanic like at the time I was in 6th grade when Titanic came out and I thought like Basketball Diaries Leo was way cuter than Titanic Leo way cuter but what I don't agree with is I don't like JTT at number one on this list no no I know that that he was the most popular but objectively yes. speaking I don't I not, even at the time I was a bit of a of a of a a crank about JTT even at the time I was like yes Devin Sawa yes all these generic looking blonde boys sure JTT I never understood it you know what it is is that he looked too innocent and this is coming from someone that loved obviously Legolas and Lance Bass and of course I'm saying all this like I'm ready that into blonde boys but you know what? I didn't have a whole lot of choice at the time and I liked, you know, uh, I liked seers. I liked givers. And JTT just wasn't it for me. Yeah, I don't know what. JTT looked like a kid. He didn't. 
he looked like a neighbor kid who I was like scared of, like not a real neighbor kid, but like he looked too real, like boy next door. I guess that was what people liked about him, but he just actually looked like a boy next door, you know? Yeah, which takes all the fun of it. It's like Jared Leto with that hair, good gravy. Yeah. Slurp it up no matter how lumpy it is. I want it cornstarch chunks and all. Yeah, exactly. Man, well, thank you so much. I'm sorry that Henry had to leave early, but that's what happens when you have Hollywood types on a show. But thank you guys so much for joining us today. That is our show this week. Molly, do you have anything? Do you have any final words for us this week? Oh, man. I mean, uh, you know, I feel like it's actually been a heavy one, you know, (laughs) between Luke Perry and like people are really... Like, people were really uh, reflecting on their youth, you know? And so I just want to say, if it's been a rough one for you, you know, I feel you. And um, I I mean, I don't know what to tell you other than, like, maybe go back and, like, look at this list of, you know, hot teens from the 90s. Just remember some of the good times. I feel like between Michael Jackson and R. Kelly and everything that I try yeah. not to talk about on this show, it's just, it's rough because everything is... Is 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 pretty negative out there right now, but yeah. I just want you to remember that there are good people out there. Not everyone is bad. I feel like I just don't trust anyone anymore, and I feel like it's seeping into every part of my life that it's just like, man, everyone is inherently bad. But it's not true. It's not true. There are good people out there. And the thing is, accountability is good. It's this week. I think has probably been very hard for a lot of people. But I also do feel like the like when shit like this happens, uh, it's good when people do bad things and then they're held accountable you know and I feel like that doesn't there was a long time uh when it came to celebrities and like abuse for that didn't happen and I feel like it's it's you know it's not a feel-good story but it is good when that shit happens you know so I feel like that's overall overall that's a good thing you know just remember be good to yourself be good to others keep a smile on your face everything's gonna be okay And that's the kind of thing I say to myself almost every morning when (laughs) I wake up. We love you guys so much, and thank you for joining us this week. And if you'd like some extra content, please hit up our Patreon pages, patreon.com slash page7podcast. We love you. We love you. Be good to yourself. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Uh-oh, guys! What is it time for? What is it time for? Are you revved up? Because it's time for Patreon shout-outs. Thank you guys so much for donating to the Patreon. You know, we're doing it. We're fucking... I got a smile on my face every week, and it's because of you guys, and I really... I can't thank you goddamn enough. If you would like to check out our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash page7podcast. And then I'll try and decimate your name, which I, is what exactly what I'm about to do. So y'all getting ready for some decimation. And I'm not talking about pussy decimation. I'm just talking about regular, straight up decimation. Decimation a word? I've said it too many times. Decimation. We're starting off with Kristen D. Spencer. El Dizzle Faux Shizzle. Oh, no. It's Gaelic. Cecily Joel. That's not Gaelic. I'm going to say it's Danish. Cecily, is that how I say it? It's got an A and an E in one letter. I'm a dumb American. Kimberly Danny, Sarah Hampton, Michelle Minton, Vanessa Moss, Guinevere Barlow. Man, 
always wanted to have sex with a Guinevere. Karen Bondi, Mary Rush Yelverton, Lila Birds, The Lane Family, thank you guys. Callie Piechuk, Callie Piechuk, Piechuk, Callie Piechuk, Ellie Kyown, Briotti Deck, Lisa L, Tony Beamer, Elliot Valentine, Cassandra Loveless. I bet you ain't loveless, girl. I bet you feel with love in your heart. Holly Biesk, Bonnie Millet, Sarah Benveniste, Joe Simon, Hallie Garrels, Ellen, Jack, Heidi Tolufson, Yashi Yamanaka, Shay Berenger, Vanessa, Chelsea Rebusel, McGarvish. That one I know I've been I did bad with that one. Whitney Kane, Becca von Bismarck, Tori Falk, Beth Waldron, Natalie Contreras, Faith Dawn Forbes, Stephanie Mosier, Matthew McDowell, Alexis Mandrot, Cody Crowley, Wendy Wellwood. Man, we got some uh not alliteration. What is it? Mmm, consternation. Consummation. We got consummation. <laughs> Jessica Nordenson, Nora Jane, Phil Casey, Kelly Hardwick, Elizabeth O'Hara, Tyler Pester, Helen, Summer Sweetman, Caro C. Smith, Melissa Whitney, Margaret Gibson, Amber Rose, the, the Amber Rose, Anne Hegarty, Jessica Journey, Rebecca Brink, Amanda Haynes, Caroline Lewis, Kasia Huizenga. Mm, Kasia Huizenga. Is that close? Kelly. Dustin Wadsworth. Samantha Knight. Jada. Katie Cad. Christian Castillo. Shayna Davids. Sophie R. Brittany Morrissey. And Ashley Frey. Thank you guys. Forever and ever, I thank you. And one day I will see you. And one day I will kiss you. If you want it. Because I never force anyone to kiss. Never force anyone to kiss. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a fabulous week. The sun's gonna come out tomorrow. I can feel it. Everything's up. 2019's gonna get better. No matter what you need to hear, everything's gonna get better. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a brilliant week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.